another episode of the Beyond series. Did you ever think that depletion of human health can be related to depletion of soil health? Well, today with me has someone who believes that and she's someone who quit her career in finance to pursue study in deep ecology and sustainability from the Schumacher College in London and Gaia Education in Scotland. She's also spent a year studying and working at Botanical Gardens and Savitri Bhavan in Auroville where she helped helped um, organize first eco village uh, design education course for Auroville. Well, her experience and explorations in the field goes very deep. So, welcome to the show Manjot Kaur Moonstar. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so to, before we begin, I want to know why Moonstar? Why did you give yourself the name Moonstar? Right. So, it's like symbolic of my journey. I think mm-hmm. up to now, uh, up till then, uh, where um, I was uh, uh, looking for a deeper connection with nature and um, somehow uh, having uh, difficulties that all uh, of us go through through teenage years, uh, trying to discover who we really are mm-hmm. and, and be comfortable in our own skin. Um, during those years, I think I've always uh, really suffered uh, on the pretext of being uh, uh, not the right uh, size uh, mm-hmm. as per uh, my peer group. Oh. So uh, I was always overweight uh-huh. and uh, I had a big uh, social stigma of actually because of my weight, people don't talk to me. Having grown up with all those uh, difficult years, um, uh, when I uh, started working and uh, left home for um, uh, London where I was uh, studying and working and uh, started spending time by myself away from that peer group you know mm-hmm. of school and uh, kind of high school okay. uh, I realized that uh, being in nature was very uh, accepting like nature would accept me the way I was yeah. mm-hmm. it was very healing for me it was like coming home yeah. and mm-hmm. I had lost my elder sister a few years ago mm-hmm. um, in 2003 okay and uh, around about 2006 I went to uh, spend one year in Orville mm-hmm. uh, as a gap year uh, it was a gift actually to myself so I had that 12 months to myself I had some savings and I chose to travel Mm. and somehow Pondicherry always was attractive Mm. and uh, when I went there I kind of felt at home in the community of Oroville because it was really focused on the core values I think that I held at that time of uh, I think equality and um, sustainability and service and beauty I mean it I didn't know that it was my core value uh, these were my core values but when I was surrounded by this and I was so at home mm. I realized that my core values are actually of, of beauty around me right. of aesthetics of sustainable mm. methods of living mm. more conscious methods um, of community where everybody's holding each other yeah. and uh, so that's when you so it was in 2006 you 
change your name. So I changed my name in 2007, uh -huh. but this was the uh, kind of the precursor that set the space right. uh, mm -hmm. going. And uh, I went into a lot of uh, education short courses uh, mm -hmm. after that to uh, um, to fulfill my thirst for ecology. So during that time, there was a, a course of four weeks that was in Scotland, in uh, Findhorn, it's okay. a community, mm -hmm. and uh, where uh, Gaia Education was mm -hmm. holding this course, where we were supposed to uh, spend four weeks trying to understand how we can uh, uh, build uh, uh, basically communities which are sustainable. So it's, it's called Eco-Village Design Education. Mm -hmm. In this course, uh, you're supposed to, for four weeks, have a new name, which is not yours. Oh, okay. Which you like, but uh -huh. it's not yours. You know, mm -hmm. you connect to some people. It can be anything from nature. It can mm -hmm. be anything. So some people call themselves sky, someone call themselves leaves. But I really just wanted to allow my inner being to communicate the name that I wanted. So yeah, um, okay. I found the name. So now I uh, write Manjot as my first name right. and Moonstar as my kind of pen name, last okay. name. Hmm. So it's Manjot Kaur Moonstar. Nice. Great. Okay. Um, Alright, so next one is uh, what prompted you? So I remember, uh, although we had first met in 2012 where you taught me about uh, composting at home and then a lot of years passed in between then we again met in 2018 i guess or 17 right so um and i i heard you in one of the workshop that you were conducting at the farmer market the organic farmer That's market right, yes, yes, yeah so that kind of uh, uh, the whole thought process which was what you were saying at the workshop kind of uh, uh, it, it, it made me interested into the whole concept of what you were saying about wholesomeness and how healing can be done naturally mm -hmm. and I had recently lost my father so, mm -hmm. so I uh, wanted to learn about it so that is when I came for your workshop so mm -hmm. I want to know what led you to start these workshops mm -hmm. and I remember what I listened to at the workshop was really interesting it was very intriguing and it was something that uh, kind of made a lot of sense from all the other uh, uh, ways of healing I had heard of up till then even Ayurveda for that matter mm. but this was something that made a lot of sense and something that I really wanted to try mm. so did this happen to you organically like starting the workshops or did you plan to build a career in this uh, uh, good question uh, and uh, short answer no it was not uh, a plan mm. and uh, definitely um, uh, there was a, a big uh, question for me when I uh, was studying finance but I didn't have my heart in it that mm. why, why do I have to do this, yeah. you know, why doesn't uh, like my family allow me to do what I really want to do mm. which at that point was writing mm -hmm. and uh, because just uh, I think because of partition or whatever adversities uh, we have seen as Indians as um, um, being colonized, whatever. Uh, I think the need for financial security is very mm -hmm. huge and of conservative careers that will not fail. Uh, right. you know? yeah. So like doctors, uh, um, um, 
accountants, lawyers are really just sort of these safe engineers, safe pets. Mm. Everybody wants their children to become. Mm. So was my family. And but uh, I think for me, um, uh, the, 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 the lack of satisfaction was very obvious from, you know, the beginning. Uh, I had started working in, although I was working in London and I had the opportunity to travel um, during all the bank holidays, mm-hmm. money was uh, very comfortable, mm-hmm. but the lack of satisfaction was uh, digging me from inside you yeah. know, and uh, I was looking for what it is that will really sat- uh, satisfy me from inside. Um, so being in uh, that space exposure helped, I kept meeting people hmm. who would, uh, especially I was working in the hospital okay. and the nurses are very well paid but they have very long hours, 12 hours shift, hmm. uh, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. So oh. they are very stressed out and so they basically, the minute they can, uh, they travel. So when they would travel, they'd come back and they would actually tell me that, you know, traveling is the best education. Okay. Traveling is the best uh, source of uh, learning. And uh, it was such a new experience for me. But because of them, mm-hmm. I uh, saved up. And when, when I had the opportunity, I traveled, and which was uh, in London, or in, in Europe, in uh, North America, as well as when I came to India for that one year when I chose to travel and I... Mm-hmm. went to Pondicherry. Right. During these travels, the, the doors kind of opened mm-hmm. to the whole uh, world which was actually uh, not working in the uh, same profession that they had trained in. Right. So yeah. I met uh, doctors who were now farmers, uh-huh. bankers who were bakers, right. um, you know, uh, d- uh, pediatricians who were uh, now working in uh, Childcare center. Hmm. So for me, and and you know, uh, and and teachers who had become musicians and who are hmm. now you know they were doing pottery. So for me, it became like a whole new uh, world where anything is possible. Yeah. So I allowed myself to dream. Hmm. And we've always lived in community. We never hmm. lived. This is a very new thing. What we are. It's an experiment. It's a social experiment of living nuclear lifestyle yeah. separate from each other. I mean in wild they're all communities. They're right. communities of microorganisms, communities of plants, hmm. com- communities of animals. Like the plant network, the roots are all connected for miles all oh, together. Yeah. They okay. communicate to each other, you uh-huh. know. When uh, they have seen now like if one tree is being chopped down, hmm. you know, they, the communication has reached the others miles away. Wow. You know? Okay. Um, um, so it's like we, we are not meant to be living isolated and hence I think not even to work hmm. so villages they work together you know yeah. they, t- they till farming everything rearing of uh, I mean eight children you know they used to have like our you know the other generation before us eight nine kids hmm. how because they, they're just big families who were looking after each other yeah so coming back to the workshop, so this this just organically grew, you know, with your whole uh, idea of learning more and then spreading knowledge about it, whatever you were learning. So I forgot to mention that I was very sick. <laughs> so also mentally uh, very, very depressed uh, because I didn't want to be in that financial uh, career role, right, corporate right. finance. And neither, uh, uh, I mean, uh, 
being overweight was one aspect but physically i had ulcers cysts uh, back pain migraine acidity so i was suffering physically also i was not mm. able to physically be in that chair for that long yeah um uh, working for those 8 hours so um i was looking for answers for my mm. own health and having tried allopathy having tried ayurveda having tried homeopathy i was looking and i've always i think because i want i was overweight i wanted to lose weight i always looked for health uh, you know sort of updates and answers and questions but nothing worked mm-hmm. and uh, but the 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 need to uh, leave the job was so clear the role of finance mm-hmm. uh, and then i uh, had the good fortune of being in oroville being in um, you know with these communities in shumaka college and findhorn that i got the guidance that mm-hmm. you don't need to know what you have to do but mm-hmm. take the time out for just doing nothing Mm. so completely take a break mm. so i saved the money for 2 years mm. and i took 2 years sabbatical right which is when i came to india and which is when i started growing some mm. plants just just in the meantime that i am also waiting for universe to guide me of what it is that i my life's work mm. is right so during that time when i started growing i started feeling better the acidity would not come mm. so regularly the back pain was not so often so i realized something is working but i wasn't very conscious of it mm. but during that time uh, the interest grew like mm. maybe i can get better maybe there is another way palomathi right. and arvida and homeopathy are not mm-hmm. working and that's when through friends i call it sangat through friend circle mm. i you know universe sent those friends mentors who connected me to dr vijaya venkat in bombay okay. and uh, she has been fundamentally the the you know one of the main teachers who has influenced my uh, kind of uh, philosophy of uh, looking at life as a whole as body oh. as a whole you know okay. and i used to say okay acidity is one problem hmm. uh, ulcer is another like problem most cysts of us is another problem piles like i had a bleeding pi- oh. piles and hemorrhoids i had a surgery mm-hmm. done for mm-hmm. removal i thought that is another problem mm. she said everything from your mouth to your anus is one right. you know you are just one it is all one the whole problem is one Mm. and uh, and you have to change it by changing your lifestyle so that's how natural uh, ways of natural laws of you know eating and sleeping and uh, being more in connection with nature became more conscious in my life right and i started learning and when i was learning and getting better i just couldn't uh, help but be excited why why didn't this knowledge come to me earlier yeah why did i have to go through all the pain yeah. because it's not mainstream so right. i realized maybe i want to make it mainstream maybe i want to share it mm. how much ever i can yeah that's how it started right okay um coming to the next one so um, in your workshop you talk you um really focus on the idea of fasting that uh, fasting helps to cure um so a lot of problems um be it ulcer be it thyroid be it thalassemia or 
any of these you you focus on the idea that our body has the power to heal itself yes. so maybe we should uh, be fasting so that we give the body rest from eating from digesting food so that you know it can heal itself so if and also we all know that this was practiced much earlier before the modern medicine came into practice so why did this whole uh, knowledge you know go away from mainstream idea of medical and why did whole modern medicine came into practice and why everybody even deep down to the villages these days they just want to pop pills and nobody understands this why has it faded away and so uh, it's a very important question and it's a very uh, vast field of uh, kind of uh, uh looking for the clues you know because mm-hmm. there there's so much that has happened in the last mm-hmm. thousands of years that has guided civilization but um inherently we mm-hmm. have always been intuitive right inherently uh, uh we have uh, been able to have telepathy communicate mm-hmm. with each other over long distances um there's uh, uh this is called morphic resonance field of morphic resonance where uh we can communicate we can know of things uh, uh even just by taking our uh, thought uh, not thought but our awareness there mm-hmm. so how did the animals none of the animals died in uh, you know these natural disasters like the tsunami okay uh mm-hmm. like the earthquake like uh, you know um, the hurricanes in america why do they always get to know earlier you know mm-hmm. because they have not divorced themselves from that natural lifestyle that mm-hmm. is sustaining this knowledge what they are doing and what are we doing any system that is uh uh able to uh, self organize it is able to self renew itself also mm-hmm. and earth is one such self organizing system sun gets up like sun goes up in the sky every day we don't make sure that there is moonrise or sunrise mm-hmm. or the rain is coming yeah. or the weather is shift the climates are you know uh, coming changing mm-hmm. so day goes into night goes into day on its own right how because this is the the seed that goes into the earth will make into a forest and the leaves will come down and will make the hummus and the compost which go into feeding the soil which will then again make those trees you know grow and it's the trees cycle, will, yeah. the trees will make the rain happen and mm. it's a cycle mm. nobody is making it happen it's yeah. a self organizing system mm. and any system that is there which is self organizing knows how to renew itself right mm. it's an inherent quality okay this quality is there in each part of the earth so each of the uh, systems that are there so whether right. it's the plant kingdom the animal kingdom the microorganisms or the human hmm. species what is happening in all these systems is they are living as nature intend- intended them to live right there is no break nobody shaving their hair. you don't see sheep shaving their own yeah. hair you don't see them wearing fancy heels yeah. clothes gucci bags or eating uh, you know uh, burgers and starbucks processed food nobody yeah. is sleeping in cement bricks uh, yeah. you know sort of cemented uh, uh, these cabins which we call homes 
you know very interesting we call it such a beautiful name is home but we are going away from that which is our actual home and they sleep know? with sunset and rise with sunrise and yeah. they are walking bare feet of course without clothes of course they don't have telephones and all these they are dying because of our telephone you know whatever radiation and the birds are disappearing mm. these are disappearing but at least they are not using it every day on the ear and whatever what we are doing sleeping with them near to us so what we have done is actually gone so away from that which we are a part of and that right. completes us mm-hmm. which is nature and because we have gone so far away from it we have lost these abilities um uh, you know uh, which are called perfect resonance which is telepathy which is the sixth sense which is communicating across without uh, uh, you know there's a story of kalahari africans uh, who are uh, who were uh, going with this uh, explorer called lon uh, vanderpost mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as they some members of the tribe they killed the the prey that mm-hmm. they were supposed to kill um the the person vanderpost asks them mm-hmm. like i wonder how the tribe members are going to react when they see that today we got lucky right okay so huh. they said they already know and they were 50 miles away from the tribe oh, okay. and when they were going there they were already singing the song the victory song as they were um, reaching them so how because they they just have always communicated like that and they mm. never lost in touch with their uh, natural sort of environment right. as you know uh, yeah. the africans so um, the the point is that when we are breaking away from the system uh, from the ecosystem that completes us we do lose certain aspects of our uh, intelligence um, but some aspects we can never lose which is the self renewal self organizing mm-hmm. self um um uh, cleansing you know right. everything that goes on in the body is automatically being done mm-hmm. nobody is telling the heart or the kidney or the pancreas like come on now it's 8 o'clock now you need to go, go to get work and start filtering the blood mm-hmm. or start <laughs> producing bile and there are millions of functions that are happening right in the body at every any given point of time so with all the science we have we've not been able to make one drop of blood and we think we are these like really smart people <laughs> who are like you know ruling this planet yeah. but the intelligence of life we cannot duplicate mm-hmm. it has the power to renew itself to take care of itself if left alone if left in the natural environment mm-hmm. that it is meant to survive even if you take it out of uh, you know the so called natural environment but give it the basic necessities that it needs and that's what i teach in the workshops that how you can uh, you know start uh, you um, you can start connecting you know there are people who are uh, walking bare feet you know mm-hmm. uh, and they are uh, it's called earthing or sort of connecting to that uh, uh, you know um, there's so many signals there's so many nerve endings in our feet there's so many signals we pick up uh, when we when we do that right you know, when we uh, expose ourselves to sun light early morning right. in, in summers and in yeah. winters you know whatever feels comfortable and without clothes you know maximum uh, exposure basically um, and taking in that so mm-hmm. the the sun and the air the feeling of air like 
uh, I mean, it has so much the smell, the the amount that we get to know. There's so many olfactory uh, cells we have in our nose. I mean, I, I think it's more than twenty thousand, or I, I mean, even more. I think I can't remember, but. Uh, we are supposed to communicate with our environment, with our senses, with our nose. You know, mm. we're supposed to. We need to register each and every, you know, sort of uh, poignant moments in our life through the sense of smell. You know. So it's, is uh, it? Um, see, I I really resonate with everything that you say. Before I attended your workshop, I remember I had this habit of waking up early, and I. I know how it feels, you know, to uh, get the first rays of sun and rising before sunrise also, and it's such a such an amazing feeling. And very few of my uh, classmates or friends, you know, do that. And I always used to tell them that you know you have to experience this that golden morning, you know. Uh-huh. But so so coming back to the question that why did we gravitate away from this? Uh, and so, why? Yeah, I think uh, the answer is that uh, you know. Um, we started going in fast moving vehicles we started wearing shoes we yeah. started uh, even the work is indoors even the, the civilization study. happened maybe that was the root cause of yeah i mean everything we're cutting ourselves uh, from the environment and uh, and we are doing it in some known ways that we can i am now saying and there are some unknown ways we just don't know how we're doing it mm-hmm. um, but um, this is uh, like we are going away from our home basically yeah. and so yes uh, when we see when we see a newborn child mm-hmm. what do we tell the child like as soon as the child is a little bit um, you know for toddler we are like telling the child oh uh, don't go near that animal that dog or I mean if it's domesticated or if it's in the zoo then those animals or um, you know water we like oh, oh don't go near the water oh you will drown you know it is mm-hmm. lake or pond or even a swimming pool um, and and if the child is you know uh, being uh, you know uh, in that sense uh, difficult to manage then we are like oh somebody is going to come from the wild like in, at least in india we say that and and harm you you know that okay, that that thing will come you know like a ghost fairy tale whatever mm-hmm. that we tell the kids you know so the, yeah. we teach we inculcate fear of the outdoors the kids have now we have studies that say that show us that they have innate ability to swim in all newborns you know uh, where, where the parents are not putting a sense yeah. of fear in them they can swim from the moment they are born because the medium is the same it's water mm-hmm. and uh, yes they can connect so easily because as a child you uh, don't have a sense of separation with your surrounding mm-hmm. you think you are your mother you are your father you are the tree and you are the soil that's why we are all always outdoors when we are kids you know and it's very difficult for parents to bring us in especially mm-hmm. people raised on a farm and allowed to be outdoor they have a very interesting upbringing yeah. where they connect very easily with all you know sort of wild animals birds but our uh, parents because they don't know any better they kind of break us away or society or teachers mm-hmm. and then later if that's not enough as alfie cohn uh, says uh, in his book punishment by rewards he says like if um, you know uh, the 8 10 years of high school is not enough to break the spirit of a person uh, they are put in uh, graduation that is not enough they put in masters that's mm-hmm. not enough they put in a, a phd and then if that's not enough they are and they cannot sit for that 8 hours 
then they are you know termed as an outcast because you need to be trained to sit for that 8 hours in a job without moving hmm. and you get that training in your you know uh, schooling the 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 yeah. new form of schooling that we have right so uh, basically if we uh, see that how we are uh, you know why we have become like this it's because i think at some uh, point we started uh, the the i think the problem is of perception uh the crisis is of perception all over we started seeing ourselves separate yeah so if i True. see myself the same problem is in the body mm. that i just talked about same as in the world yeah. if i see myself as eyes separate ears separate lung and heels separate so i'll say my heels are hurting give me something for my heels and my knees are different from my heels mm. and my kidney problem that's completely different mm. and if i'm a diabetic oh uh, i can do this but i can't do that because of that so i won't connect everything because i see i am separate and i will go to different specialists and of course now the joke is that next time i mean in 10 years we'll have a, a left eye specialist and you go to the left eye specialist and say your problem is in the right eye please go to the right eye specialist i mean it's not far this problem um, that we will see but if we see that all parts are one whole and you look at the solution for the entire body then you will see that actually uh, what is good for one organ is good for every so the same is in the humans as species so we've started seeing ourselves separate nations hmm so something is bad for that nation oh that country has that problem it's not my problem so the pressures and the issues faced by one uh, you know a uh, group of people or civilized uh, you know sort of society uh, are not uh, identified by others as their problem right like hmm. uh so uh, we are missing the big signs basically like financial security food security climate change energy uh crisis each issue is one it's actually the crisis of perception when we see that how when you have high population you start having a shrinking water table yeah. the forests are being cut why because you need more factories why mm. because there's consumer demand right, right to buy more and so that you need more land to build more factories so and then you need fuel yeah. and so yeah so the soil erosion happens lack of forest means lack of rain yeah. and so water table goes down and then you have more poverty because mm. some people will be a uh, subject to uh, rely on that water table hmm, some right. will have the money to set up bore wells and whatever yeah. but some will have those of uh, uh, the drying up rivers you know hmm. and uh, definitely everything causes uh, more consumer demand more factories will lead to more co- pollution will have more climate change right. and this will cause more erratic uh, you know sort of rainfall erratic hurricanes and uh, this and that which leads to even more uh, you know the population getting displaced population yeah. pressure increasing right. and on a small area and leading to less rainfall because there are less forests hmm. so in the end the problem is only one it is not separate and that is yeah. of perception of seeing us as separate right. from each other from nature right. and from um, you know in our body as separate organs okay and and also i i i would say that when you've talked about uh, why like in the animal kingdom there is no epidemic there is no diabetes there's mm. no blood pressure nobody's getting their sugar checked nobody's overweight <laughs> except the domesticated animals yeah, yeah. or the animals that are being reared 
फॉर आर कंपेनियनशिप फॉर आर फूड और फॉर आर एंटरटेनमेंट सो दूस यूल हैव ओवर वेट एनिमल्स डोमेस्टिक एनिमल्स आई जस्ट आस्ट यू वॉट योर रेबिट एट फॉर द लास्ट सेवन एट ईयर्स इज ईटिंग कुक फूड बट इन इन वायर नो बड़ी सिटिंग एंड कुकिंग so if if the problem goes back to the idea that we are uh, con- we are like moving away from nature and we consider ourselves and nature as two separate things um so for someone to whom this whole idea is a new concept what are the small things you think they can change um so that you know they they start they start that uh one step you know towards this journey of becoming more connected to nature and less dependent on the whole uh conventional world the way society works so that you know that thought process begins and small things that they can do at their personal level so yeah i think the one thing that has helped me is uh how i am deeply connected with everything around me Hmm. so my actions whether it's uh, the way i treat others on uh, the way i treat animals the way i am um yeah also treating myself my own uh, connection uh, with my uh, consciousness you know uh, and um each and every action of mine is going to disturb or harmonize the balance around me this has been the one thing that has helped me which was a, a you know kind of a, a awakening in definitely in orville mm-hmm. uh, because uh, i had no idea how much uh, damage we have already done as a species um, uh, you know the amount of garbage that we produce daily mm-hmm. so the one thing that i do daily is um, you know this kind of awareness that yes it's a it's a spiritual practice also um that i practice sikhi um, now na earlier it was more nature based kind of spiritual practice but now i see it like as as an extension of that of self reflection basically every day kind of trying to see that whatever is happening is happening we call it hukam right in sikhi that just acceptance it is it is there it's neither good or bad because mm-hmm. rain for me is wow what a beautiful weather but rain for someone whose crop is standing and they need to harvest it before mm-hmm. the rain is very harmful right yeah so how uh, everything is just happening but at the same time whatever you are doing is impacting others is mm-hmm. impacting you and so daily like one thing is like i'll never use plastic never hmm. like i i will carry things in my arms <laughs> i will fight for this right to refuse plastic um and uh, i will use my shirt my you know sort of uh, uh, you know uh, the 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 fabric that i'm wearing dress whatever to carry <laughs> things and i will say oh i will come back later if i don't have a bag you know yeah <laughs> and it hurts me it pains me i bleed i actually bleed inside when i see um you know use of plastic but mm-hmm. there is it it has permeated us it's everywhere it's in the shampoo bottles it's in the packaging of the soap yeah. so i try to support local uh, you know producers uh, local economy friends and then i try to make a lot of the things at home so shampoos we make at home soap i don't use or we use some you know some 
pulses as grind them and use them as bath mm. powder avoid all unnecessary uh, consumeristic purchases right so books is like one thing that i really go out of the way and buy but i'm questioning uh, everything that why we are buying you know why right. i mean um you cannot take everything in a suitcase and just travel mm. and what if there is you know that moment in your life that you have to leave and you just have one suitcase how much can you fill in it Hmm. So, so the one thing that has helped me is uh, definitely supporting local farmers, organic, uh, uh, you know, farmers uh, buying from them, and uh, definitely uh, talking to plants. Like I grow, uh, grow some of my food, and definitely have a lot of plants. So that kind of uh, keeps me connected to that whole cycle hmm. in my mind, at least, and then. i just begin the day on an empty stomach without eating the first thing i don't eat or drink i just allow a natural hunger to arise in me mm-hmm. and that usually happens 5 to 6 to 7 hours after working in the garden or working or walking or, or cleaning or whatever doing something that i have naturally like doing mm-hmm. and then i will only have a fruit right so uh, that's my first meal breakfast mm. so that has itself and along with the connection with the garden has really changed my life like one thing that you can do is see how you are so deeply interconnected and that sense of gratitude actually right um uh, because otherwise it's very difficult to love anyone or mm. anything it's only when we feel grateful Hmm. grateful for the life for whatever breath you are you're breathing so it's like a gratitude you're not dead even you might have pain but uh, being able to breathe is itself life right yeah so that and definitely having fruits as the first thing hmm and self reflection so i think lot of things uh, sort of is part of your journey like it began when you went to oroville and you know you started looking at the world from that perspective and then one thing led to the other you wanted to learn more and you made some changes in your life and you feel that that part is a very small thing of the whole thing you know that is there out there and you cannot uh, of course you cannot uh, give an an exhaustive list of things that people should do so that they'll reach the ultimatum you know of uh, being uh in connection with nature and not developing anything harmful but yeah certain things like you just mentioned about being grateful about letting your hunger tell you when to eat and having fruit first thing in morning so yeah i think these small small things maybe uh can connect yeah. <laughs> and um yeah i think also uh, probably one thing that i feel that people can do is um along with their conventional lives and the career that they are living maybe give themselves a chance to look at things from different perspective once they do that they look at things from something that they didn't know that exists i think one year uh, if you can afford it take just take a gap year just hmm. take a gap year gap 6 months right. gap 3 months gap 3 weeks just do nothing no agenda and things hmm. will happen right things happen as they always will because if it is as they say nobody can stop wild horses from running when you have energy life will speak from you through you mm-hmm. and you will get uh, connected to people or work that you naturally need to you know 
and uh, one thing you said that you know we we are very small and all of that and the universe is very big but you might feel ke oh there's so much to do you know overwhelmed uh, at the aspect of climate change or now food security or financial crisis or hmm. um every every other crisis is so big or your own health but uh, there's a, there there's a, there's a philosopher who uh, called tichnathan he says that it's so overwhelming but even if you take one thing and whether it's uh, organic farming growing your own food or uh, making something of your own or uh, um, you know uh, working in uh, local economy or uh, helping raise awareness about climate change or any such um, you know aspect when you go into the depth of that one thing he says that you do everything because mm-hmm. everything is connected yeah so that has helped me because i was initially uh, very overwhelmed even now the whole aspect of forced vaccination um because it's not very clear how vaccination helps you know uh, there are many questions on it so it's very very uh, harm uh, hard to you know keep working in this field when you know that there's so much like the mainstream has so much money the big pharma they are really pushing medicine on mm. people and why do you what, what will my voice you know how can that impact but i draw inspiration from his words that everything you do you know if you do it deeply mm-hmm. uh and like i don't use plastic just me not using plastic is is an impact it's a very big impact imagine the number of years i'll be alive yeah and 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 the number of lives that um you know my friends have uh, you know have been like they were many of them already using cotton cloth bags but uh, some of my friends have you know got very inspired mm-hmm. they see the skirts my skirts revamped as bags or you know, my <laughs> jeans revamped as bags mm-hmm. so you know you, yeah. you you can do that one thing and do it deeply mm-hmm. and that's enough you know wow because this is something that i find it very difficult and i find it very because the whole thing is very overwhelming should i grow food should i focus on slow fashion should i focus on this and yeah probably delving deep into one thing is also kind of covers everything yeah all right <laughs> moving forward to the last one um like you earlier mentioned in between about sikhi about being inclined towards sikhism and earlier which was not there and recently i've seen that you've been uh, doing that in your posts and everything so what is your idea of religion and do you believe in prayer um so yeah uh, i don't see sikhi as a religion first mm-hmm. of all i uh, really uh, i i i run away from religions i have all my life and uh, i was forced to grow my hair as a child i'm born in a sikhi family mm. but uh, because of the whole uh, lack of uh, connectivity with the philosophy of sikhi i kind of grew to uh, despise it and um, and uh, all these years mm-hmm. it's only been a year or, or a year and a half that i really started becoming curious and connecting mm-hmm. with it and that also just happened through friend circle really mm-hmm. uh, and the, the point in my life that i was searching for question i had questions and searching um so for me sikhi is a way of life it's a philosophy and it's a it's a way of living as per natural laws 
so actually it grew in extension to my farming and living more sustainably mm-hmm. and uh, um, according to natural laws of sleeping you know as per the darkness and waking as per the light and you know uh, working mm-hmm. when i'm uh, energetic sleeping when i'm tired so all of those whatever i'm eating when i'm hungry so i was trying to live as per natural laws and in sikhi basically uh, as you can say that there's much more of a natural law of whatever you do uh, is going to come back to you you know you are rude to somebody um, uh, it's it's going to come back how uh, basically at, at some point sikhi recognizes it and it's the basis of maybe i only understand a very little bit of it anyway mm-hmm. because it's a new thing for me right. uh, new philosophy i'm just trying to study it yeah. that they recognize in sikhi uh, the 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 uh, guru nanak who was the you know kind of the one who had the uh, awakening understanding mm-hmm. of life as a whole Yeah. So uh, I have been talking about wholeness in mm-hmm. all of my workshops, and this is the key thing that really attracts me mm-hmm. in life. That wow, we are really, really all just connected so deeply mm-hmm. that the health of one, uh, you know, uh, uh, farmer is impacting my health also. You know, mm-hmm. that person is depressed. In some level, it is that chain reaction. So Sikhi talks about this oneness at the core that we are all deeply connected, okay. uh, living beings. uh non living this whole uh, the, the the you know the life form around us the planet huh mm-hmm. and which scientifically you can see that yeah as we discussed today also the health of you know ecosystems is so primarily like connected interlinked right now within this if we self reflect mm-hmm. and which is what uh, um, there's a um, it's inspired poetry uh, in that uh, space of connectedness written by guru nanak and the rest of the uh, you know the uh, the, the gurus hmm. who, uh, and and uh, many uh, there are more than 15 uh, uh, other uh, you know sort of uh, kabir ji is there baba farid is there uh, who also wrote in a state of connectedness with this right. whole and mm-hmm. so their work is also there it's not just the 10 gurus okay. in the guru granth sahib mm-hmm. you know that we read as that uh, kind of the the collection of their um, kind of uh, words okay, wisdom words. but mm-hmm. they, they it's it's poem they are all poetic the, mm-hmm. in the poem form so definitely uh, it's but it's in that space of connectedness it right. was written now in in this they they talk about self reflection daily you know like uh, everything and when you see that uh, some and 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 when you read uh, gurbani every day mm-hmm. which is what is uh, is meant to be a, a practice for uh, people who are in the sikhi way right um, just like yoga or just like you do anything if you don't practice daily uh, right. music um cooking food like i bake a bread after 6 months i forget like how, what mm. am i supposed to do i'm mm. like all so you're supposed to practice every day by reading uh, the 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 gurbani and uh, by uh, by uh, singing uh, the gurbani in shabad form and then by reflecting on it in vichar form which is like when you discuss what mm. is the meaning of this like you can read something but if it's greek to you you can continue to read it it won't reveal its real meaning right so you discuss the meaning also right when you do all these three things on a daily basis you are continuously uh, in the conscious like kind of awareness of your actions 
you know like everything comes to you because you are uh, constantly in a in a space of reflection it's basically self reflection hmm. of the connectedness between all life forms right so it's not just probably uh, sikhism but also any other uh, form wherein they they've written down things and people need to um, you know read and reflect upon in their life maybe yeah i haven't studied uh, uh, you know a lot of other uh, uh, you know sort of uh, some common common practices definitely which is sitting for you know just sitting in meditation you know mm-hmm. that is very common in um, you know any any practice that you are trying to connect to yourself but in sikhi what is different is that um, instead of sitting <coughs> silently mm-hmm. uh, there's a mantra or whatever you can call it a word that you repeat mm-hmm. that also is very common you you repeat mantras in other practices and uh, that is vaheguru right mm-hmm. so it's like wow everything is connected and there is light like uh, that's shining of awareness through mm-hmm. that darkness around you so that's what it literally means uh yeah one more thing i forgot to share was um, guru nanak shared three things that kind of are the uh, pillars of the cornerstones of uh, sikhi of a sikhi way of life to be a sikh is to be a learner this is the like the real translation oh. i don't know what they are doing in gurudwaras uh-huh. and what they are doing in uh, you know places where they are trying to uh, profess that sikhi is being practiced but this is the true meaning because if a person is rigid then he is not a learner right and you go and ask somebody in the gurudwara why are there no women singing here and they are like no no this is what we have always done so i don't think they are learning you know because definitely women are asking the question uh, at least i am that why are uh, the gender uh, you know equality um, the proportion is not being reflected in the gurudwara or you know that is my question to them and they say oh it's always done like that but if you do not change or if you are not open to learning then you're not a sikh so for me that is the biggest uh, uh, like meaning uh, of the word sikh that you have hmm. to practice it actually daily right and um, guru nanak says three things uh, to be a sikh is definitely to be a learner you to practice three things which is uh, naam japo vand uh, chhoko and kirt karo so naam japo means basically um remembering the force of life always you know so nature weather body it's all connected to that okay. one force of life mm-hmm. which is the uh, the source of life mm-hmm. yeah so you can call it consciousness mm-hmm. so um so they call it in sikhi naam right basically uh, and uh, then the second thing is vand uh, chhoko which mm-hmm. is what we are doing like sharing our uh, experiences sharing mm. our food sharing right. our resources mm. like this is vand vand means just share so and um, uh, there's a saying vand khao khand khao ad khao had khao so when you share it's like sweet yeah vand khao khand khao and ad khao means separately you have it is like having bones you know oh so and then mm. kirt karo is the third one it's like basically work work hard and work like do work you know so work with your hands work with your whatever resources you have honestly um i mean just work 
So mm -hmm. like I did, I didn't really see that as a. But these three things, whatever you want to work, maybe not what others want you to do. So I think uh, if I have to kind of like if I'm taking back something from this one is that uh, um, understanding what Gurbani or one of these scriptures say, what their meaning is, instead of just uh, plainly reading them, reciting them every day, maybe that is the important part of it. What you said, the discussion part. Okay, right. So yeah. Uh reflection is very important not just reflection of your life but hmm. reflection of what you are reading hmm. and in crux of everything is that the essence of you is the same as essence of me is the same as the essence of the you know that is in the plant is in the universe hmm. so yeah connectedness and oneness right. of everything i think they all kind of focus on the energy also which is there in universe within living beings yeah this class and yes. yeah, everybody this is what everything. i this is what i understand as uh, i used to understand as yeah life force i understand it as that now Absolutely. i used to call it energy earlier yeah i mean they you can say god for some people but uh, for um, me that word is very like a man sitting somewhere and giving all yeah. this <laughs> uh you know as a christian uh, school product i don't yeah. like that whole uh, analogy so yeah i always said your energy in mm. my life and always connected with and i used to understand that nature is that energy you know there is no as such god that is only going to protect you or me and keep doing these good things mm. there is just yeah energy flow of energy where a balance will happen mm. whether that balance means a hurricane right it means a, a tsunami it means uh, uh, this corona virus it means uh, you know cancer in one person and it means diabetes in another it's a balance on a body level which is also whole and it's a balance on a universal level which is also a whole It's a larger whole. Yeah. It can be a pest attack in your organic garden. Right. It's a balance because those those plants were not strong enough because mm. the soil had was lacking something mm. whatever. Mm. Right. So this balance is not good or bad. It just this, exists. It exists. It is. It is our perception. Again, the crisis is of the perception. It is our perception that makes it. oh it has to be good for me personally moonstar manjot um you know if this has happened it's come in my way and somebody is trying to harm me or the universe is not with yeah. me god is not protecting me no it's not that actually it's my perception if i label it good or bad right it is that's it it is it is it exists <laughs> this is uh, i think this kind of reminds me of uh, what papa also used to say he was a lord into vipassana and he used to talk about the whole concept of vipassana also says that uh, whatever happens it just exists you let it happen you know you don't have to label things as good or bad i think that is something which is underlying in lot of scriptures and lot of beliefs which exists across different countries and communities So, like when somebody dies, hmm. we think it's a bad thing. Hmm. We 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 have lost both of us. I've lost family members. 
so it's not something i'm speaking of lightly right but we label it like mm. something i have labeled it in the past and uh, so in uh, sikhi we say that if birth has to happen then death will also happen right if you can celebrate birth then why not celebrate death like hmm. either don't be happy at birth or don't be sad at death yeah take them both because they are part of life again it's life right that we talked about that it is going to happen endlessly yeah so if there's a promotion there can be a you know uh, demotion whatever if it's a word or if if you had a, a love relationship it can also come to an end hmm. so if you were happy that it started then be ready for the opposite also yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically either you don't get swayed by both extremes either yeah. like don't celebrate too much and then you won't feel too but if you want to live like that then yeah i mean it's 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 called hukam that everything has a it's a balance isn't it if everything was just alive and the plants are just not dying and they imagine what the soil will be the soil will have no biomass you are a farmer you know so we need the 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 death is a part of life actually it leads to life so this this is in and it's a, it's 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 philosophy of life right it's okay guru yeah. nanak uh you know sort of reflected on it but yeah many 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 philosophers have reflected on it hmm. that for that which exists is is uh is necessary for life to go on mm-hmm. which which includes all all processes yeah. birth and death you know so conversations like these is the reason why i started the podcast I'm glad that we did this episode today. All right, so I'm gonna wind this up here. I know there are a lot of questions in my head still that you know we can talk about and we can discuss, but I leave it to the listeners that this was like a little seed that we have put in your minds, and may this nurtures and grows, and you understand that where the problem is and how to find a solution is is. uh something that is your imagination and something that everybody has the power to dwell on on their own um all right so uh, moon thanks for doing this it's always really nice to talk to you and to understand uh to get more understanding of um things you know how nature and humans and everything works and how they are interlinked yeah all right thanks <laughs> thank you So well this was Manjot Kaur Moonsta for you guys. We happened to record this at her house thanks to the lockdown easing out. But I'm really glad you know that we did that because that place is a beauty. The ecological balance you know she's managed to create in that space with vegetables growing in a garden, fruit trees, birds chirping, a minimal house. There's such a sense of zen which you know underlies everything which clearly you know reflects in her thoughts as well as her pursuits in life. so uh, with so many deep topics you know we kind of touched upon and the conversation that continued even when we stopped recording it's important that we understand that uh, nobody sat and taught her to pursue such practices so the major overarching thought here is that we give ourselves time and space to do nothing to just be and maybe give the life force within a chance to guide us Like you know what she did by visiting Oroville, which is in Pondicherry. Like when she had a chance to travel. 
well with this with these new brimming ideas overwhelming my mind i think it's time we end this episode here um for uh, any discussions or feedback or collaborations you can always reach out to me you can mail to me or you can also follow my instagram handle both are mentioned in the description above all right well that was me ashreen leaving you all with light of awareness love and endless exploration have a happy sunday